All eyes on Nick Dowd as the trade deadline approaches. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked on Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Locked On Caps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to subscribe to Locked On Capitals on YouTube and comment anything down below. I would love to talk Capitals hockey with you one-on-one, and we can do that on subtext. Just check the show description for more details. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets. If your best bet of $5 or more wins, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. So in this edition of Locked On Capitals, we talk about how Tom Wilson is headed to the All-Star game and what that means. A little bit later, we will talk about the comments from a player in the NHL that said, I would like to punch Tom Wilson in the face and what Tom Wilson had to say about that. But just to get it going here, Nick Dowd on the move. It's possible there's more and more rumors out there swirling from prominent beat writers, from prominent insiders that say that the target is squarely on Nick Dowd, that everyone that is on the verge of doing great things will be seeking Nick Dowd's services to kind of push them up over the top. And it shouldn't come as any surprise to Capitals fans. We know what he means to this team. And, you know, oftentimes people will say, well, why would they want to move on from Nick Dowd? He's such a great player. Well, it's all about the return that the Capitals could get for trading him out of here as the pieces are starting to kind of fall into place. Uh, The biggest piece to fall was Elias Lindholm uh, traded to the Canucks. In return, the Flames got Andre Kuzmenko, who I spoke about uh, with along with two other players and some prospects. So uh, what is being said out there is that the center position is pretty thin According to Darren Dreger, another player that could potentially be on the move would be uh, Kuznetsov, but that'll be a little bit more difficult. I'll talk about him a little bit more later in the segment, but the pieces are starting to move before the deadline and with hopes that the Caps can make some improvement to the roster. That's what it's all about. Listen, I don't think, Capitals fans, we were in love with the idea of moving out Garnet Hathaway and Dmitry Orloff. I think that most fans loved both of those players, but what did we get in return? We got some draft picks and Rasmus Sandin, or actually the draft picks, and then went up to Toronto and we got Rasmus Sandin. But that's what it's all about, the chess match. You're going to give me that, I'm going to get that, I'm going to flip it for this, and hopefully you come out on top. 
All things considered, I like that deal. I didn't think that Hathaway or Orloff was going to come back anyway. And Sandine is a part of the future. So sometimes it's about the dance and it's about the chess match. The market for centers in particular is relatively thin with Elias Lindholm heading to the Vancouver Canucks on Wednesday, according to Darren Dreger. Uh, I think that was good on, on Vancouver's part. Um, I also I don't think it's too bad of a return for the Calgary Flames as well. Uh, listen, the Canucks are one of the better teams in the NHL. Uh, could Elias Lindholm uh, be the missing piece for the Vancouver Canucks? Listen, Lindholm is one of the players that always excels when he is playing with great playmakers around him. So I think it only made sense. Now, there are still some questions, though. I think there's not as many questions as we think there are, you know, as we are making our way through this all-star break. And when the Capitals resume play, we have to start questioning, are they contenders? Are they pretenders or are they out of it altogether? Um, I guess, you know, we're going to know in short order what this team is made of. Everything that I hear from different people is that this team is going to hit the ground running and with fists a flailing and this, they're going to prove to everyone that they are contenders. Listen, seeing is believing for me and I will believe it when I see it. So far, what I have seen is this team has struggled with consistency. That is why it is my opinion that, you know, despite the push that they will attempt to make, they'll probably fall short and end up being sellers. Nick Dowd seems to be likely out of DC at the deadline. It's a tough move that could potentially be for the greater good for the team. Frank Saravalli and Elliot Freeman and have mentioned Dowd as being targeted by teams around the league. Of course, Darren Dreger has spoke of that as much. So anytime you hear Dreger, you hear uh, Saravalli, and you hear Friedman all talking about one player, you know what they say, where there's smoke, there's fire, uh, either that or someone you're smelling their cigarette out on cigarette break. But you know what I'm talking about. Generally speaking, when these premier insiders start talking about a player being on the move and everyone targeting Nick Dowd, listen, I would be most surprised if we make it past the March 8th deadline with Nick Dowd on this team. I really believe it. Uh, and Dowd is relatively inexpensive in NHL terms. Dowd has one year left on his deal at $1.3 million. Being that the market for elite centers is thin, Dowd and the Caps could demand the King's ransom in return, relatively speaking. Um, you know, you take a look at it, there are teams that are going to be desperate. And if the Capitals are out of it, they're not going to be as desperate. They might be saying, oh, I know you want Nick Dowd. I know you do. What are you going to give to us? What, what are the Capitals going to get in return? We're not so in a hurry to get rid of Nick Dowd. We know the value. He plays on this team. We see the back of his hockey card. We know what kind of player he is. I don't think the Capitals should be so hasty about moving him out of here at the drop of a hat. I would like a huge return. I also think that there is the possibility that they could bundle him together with another player, potentially Evgeny Kuznetsov. And I know it's a bit of a harder thing uh, with his cap hit, but we're kind of spitballing here as we talk about what could be. Also, it might be a good opportunity, like I said, to move Kuznetsov. His huge cap hit would be prohibitive, and the Caps would need to retain some of his salary. I'd be willing to play ball here. I really would. Uh, so if there is a scenario where they could move Dowd and Kuznetsov out and, you know, even if the Capitals had to eat a bit of Kuzi's salary just to finally have that Kuzi, 
you know, uh, weight from around your neck up and off and moving on to the next one. You know, like I talked about uh, the other day uh, that, you know, we've done what we can do uh, with, with Kuznetsov. Bailey Johnson from the Washington Post mentioned it as much as that Spencer Carberry has used all the tools in his tool set to try to get Kuznetsov going, but he's fallen short. This might be the perfect opportunity to offload him. Like, you know, like I said, the Capitals don't need to be so desperate if, in fact, they are out of it then who cares? We can, you know, wait as long as it takes. We want to get some sort of return, but if it meant moving out Nick Dowd and Kuznetsov, I'm not in love with Nick Dowd moving out, but, you know, and Kuzi, you know, him moving on from that as well, put that together, put Dowd and Kuzi together to get a really solid return. I'm starting to warm up to that idea. What is one of the things that Brian McClellan has spoke of is he is looking after that top six forward. We've heard about it for the longest time. This would be the perfect opportunity. Think about what the Capitals did at the last trade deadline when they acquired Rasmus Sandin, a young promising blue liner this season. What they need to do is move out Dowd Kuznetsov or question mark to get to that really top, uh, you know, tier scoring top six forward. You know, think of along the same lines as Rasmus Sandin, young and NHL ready, not a prospect that's going to be a maybe, someone that's NHL ready but has a pretty good upside. It doesn't have to be all doom and gloom for the Capitals, even if they're sellers at the deadline. If you think about the greater good, it's about adjusting your perspective and kind of lifting your eyes up to the future and seeing beyond the horizon, beyond this season, about the next season and following seasons. Uh, he has one year left on his deal uh, at $7.8 million. Listen, it's not going to be easy to move on from Kuznetsov, but again, kind of the same way that the Capitals got Craig Smith last year, that's what you'll have to do. There's going to be what you call a contingency uh, in place, or there's going to be certain things accord with the deal that are going to make it necessarily necessary. If you're going to get Nick Dowd or, you know, fill in the blank, then you are going to have to take Evgeny Kuznetsov's contract with you. Another scenario would involve bundling him together, like I said, uh, to move out an inconsistent piece. And that's what F. Kenny Kuznetsov has been all this season. And, you know, we've talked about for the longest time that, you know, could Spencer Carberry be the koozie whisperer? Can he be the guy that gets him over the top? Uh, he has shown brief glimpses of greatness, but no sustainability. Nothing that's going to say he's you know, he's found his way. You know, he's finally on track to being a great NHL player scoring on a consistent basis. We've seen nothing that indicates that he's headed in that direction. He'll have a great game here. You know, he'll get scratched and come back and play really well, but then he falls off again. So consistency has been one of the bugaboos for Evgeny Kuznetsov that's followed him his entire career. Uh, people will point out, you know, he was key in this season and that season. Again, yes, snapshots here, snapshots there. But I'm talking about the grand total of his career. If I was going to summarize Evgeny Kuznetsov in one word, I would say inconsistent. That's who he is. So uh, there is, you know, hope out there. Again, I don't love the idea of moving out Nick Dowd, but 
if they can, you know, get a solid return, say they got to get creative, say they got to bundle a Kuznetsov, say they got to, you know, bundle it with a young prospect, at least, you know, with, you know, conditions on that as well, conditions on that. I don't want to give up a top tier. I'm not going to give up Leonard for for a deal like that. But you know what I'm talking about. As long as Brian McClellan can make wise decisions uh, regarding this, then I think the Capitals will be in a good position, even if they are sellers at the deadline. All right, so coming up here after the break, we will talk about Tom Wilson as he will appear in the All-Star game in his hometown of Toronto. We'll talk about him coming up. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some bets. Some super bets, if you will. Now listen, my team, my NFL team that I follow is no longer in the mix. They're not playing in the Super Bowl, but I still have skin in it. When I open up the FanDuel app and I put a little bit of money on the game, it makes watching the game that much more exciting. New customers join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which player will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Locked On has launched the first ever national 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On Plus, our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So Tom Wilson is headed to the All-Star Game this weekend in his hometown of Toronto. Quite a homecoming for Tom Wilson, as he has said to have a bunch of his family with him. A really special moment, a real you know tip of the hat uh, to the future captain of the Washington Capitals. Capitals forward Tom Wilson is participating in his second NHL All-Star Weekend in Toronto, Wilson, who is on pace for his fourth career 20-goal season, ranks first on Washington in hits 125, third in goals 12, and fifth in points 21. So a well-deserved uh, nod for Tom Wilson to be in the All-Star game. And, you know, he's had to come over, overcome quite a bit of adversity. When he first joined the league, he was revered as a tough guy, a goon, you know, kind of a single dimensional player. But what he has done over time is to still have that physicality to his game, but he's added more you know, he didn't even really add that much more. Uh, he's always been that. He just hasn't concentrated so much on the fighting aspect of his game as he is a legitimate goal scorer. Like I spoke of there, he is on pace for his fourth career 20-goal season. Not too bad. You know, and I'm talking to the tough guys in the league out there. How many goals does Ryan Reeves have this year? How about Maroon? How about all these other so-called tough guys? 
Yeah, sure, they're tough. They'll throw it on the mitts at anyone because that's the only tool they have in their tool set. Tom Wilson has that and so much more, and that is why he got the nod. Wilson's, and if we remember back, you know, not too long ago, the last time he played in an All-Star game, Wilson scored 13 seconds in his first All-Star game. Highlight of the evening for Wilson was finishing third in the hardest shot competition. Wilson was the only forward to place in the top three since the start in 1990. The hardest shot was only been won by three forwards, one of those being the great eight, Alex Ovechkin. So, and I'm really uh, proud of Tom Wilson, and I'm quite a fan, if you can't tell. I got his jersey hanging behind the wall there. And, you know, when you take a look at Alex Ovechkin, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but, you know, how many years does he have left? You know, everyone said that he's going to play past his contract so he can continue to chase down Gretzky. Listen, he is 38 years old. Do you think that's going to get any easier for him? I don't want to go in the OV. I'm not going off on a sidetrack here. But what I'm saying is we don't know how long Alex Ovechkin will play hockey. He could very well decide to hang up the skates at the conclusion of his contract. And this guy here will probably take over as the next captain of the Capitals. And this is a great opportunity for him. Uh, talking about the All-Star game, his friends, his family... A really special moment that has to be special playing in your hometown where it all started for you, playing in front of your family and friends. He says, I'm looking forward to getting back to Toronto with friends and family. I think everyone's pretty excited. So, I mean, you take a look at it. And if we remember back how he found out that he was going to play in the first place is they were all sitting in the locker room and Spencer Carberry said, everyone gather around. We're going to watch a video here. And it was his dad telling him that he was going to be in the all-star game. Quite a special moment. But even a rich guy, even a rich guy like Tom Wilson, who just got a new fat deal in the summer, the guy with all the money in the world spoke about money and how expensive the tickets are. He says tickets are pretty expensive, so we will take care of immediate family and friends and a couple of buddies, Wilson said to Monumental Sports, Al Koken. There are a lot of people that had an impact on my career growing up. It'll be cool to be back with them there again. I'm sure it would be. What a, a great mo moment for him. And, you know, if we, you know, kind of forget what kind of player he is. And if there is anyone that is watching or listening to this podcast that thinks that he is just a tough guy, let's talk a little bit about Tom Wilson. The six foot four, 224 pound forward ranks first on Washington in hits and penalties drawn, tied for the first in shorthanded goals, second in shots, tied for second in game winning goals third in goals, fourth in power play goals, and fifth in points. Among Capitals forwards, Wilson ranks third in ice time per game and block shots, fourth in shorthanded ice uh, time per game, and fifth in power play ice time per game. This season, the Capitals have a record of 8-1-1 one, and one when Wilson scores a goal and 11-4-2 when he records a point. As Tom Wilson goes... So go the Capitals in most cases when he scores and when he's getting production. So, uh, again, to people that are outside of the D.C. market that are, you know, thinking that Tom Wilson is just, you know, just this tough guy. You know, all he knows how to do is throw punches. I just rolled off a lot of his stats there. Quite impressive. Since making his NHL regular season debut on October 1st, 2013, my, how time has flown. It's 2024. I remember the first game he played. Wilson ranks sixth in the NHL in hits and leads Capitals forwards in block shots 
Wilson ranks third in franchise history in penalty minutes and tied for eighth in shorthanded goals. The accolades, the accomplishments, they roll off, and he's not even retired yet. He's still a fairly young man, all things considered, in the NHL. He says here, it's a pretty cool moment, full circle moment to be back here. It's been something I've been looking forward to. Tom Wilson speaks with media on returning to his hometown of Toronto for the NHL All-Star Weekend. What a great moment. What, you know, a moment of being recognized by the NHL as being this great person, this great goal scorer, this great multi-dimensional hockey player that Tom Wilson is one of the best in the league. And it's I'm, I'm happy that it's finally time that he's getting the recognition that he deserves. All right, so coming up here after the break, even though I just rolled off many great stats on Tom Wilson, there's still a lot of players out there that don't like Tom Wilson. And one of them who said, I'd like to punch Tom in the face. What did Wilson have to say about that? I'll discuss coming up. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So in the second segment, I rolled off all the accomplishments, all the accolades, all everything about how great of a player Tom Wilson is. And in yet there's still players in the NHL that I think are a little bit jealous. Or I think that, you know, when you are a tough guy and you walk around cocky and confident and alpha, that bugs a lot of the confident cocky and alpha other players in the league because they're like you think you're tough well i'm tougher and that was evident uh, there was an article put out by the athletic and they spoke of if there's one player you could punch who would it be tom wilson was in that and then one player even went on to say i'd like to punch tom right in the face well, Tom Wilson did not take that lying down, nor should he. He said, I'd probably punch that guy in the face too, Wilson spoke with reporters in Toronto. Whoever it was, I don't know. That's just hockey. Because it is it is a sport of primarily tough guys. You know, you are playing in a tough sport. You cannot be the faint of heart in play in the NHL. I said, listen, Capitals fans, we love Tom Wilson, and we know what he does for the team. He's a leader a goal scorer, a physical presence, and someone that will chirp you and let you know what he thinks of you. And he will do that. And well, that's what we love about him. And I, I talk about this quite often, and he doesn't even necessarily need to drop the gloves anymore. You know, a game last season when the Capitals were playing Arizona, there were some players that were kind of mixing it up in the corner, and all he had to do was skate into the vicinity, and everyone skated away. That's talking about being leading by example and casting a wide shadow. That is what Tom Wilson is. And because of that, he has quite a reputation of being an unlikable guy outside of the D.C. market. Listen, everyone inside D.C. loves Tom Wilson. I don't know any Capitals fan out there that doesn't like Tom Wilson's game. Goal score, leader, st sticks up for the younger guys on the team. If you're going to fight him, you're going to have to answer to me first. I'm the sheriff. That's his reputation. There was a poll in The Athletic. Wilson ranked in a seven-way tie for 13th. Who's the player in the league whose face you would most want to punch? Mm. Other players listed Nick Cousins, Brad Marchand, Matthew Kachuk, and former capital 
Garnet Hathaway. I could see Garnet Hathaway. I miss Garnet Hathaway and his physicality. When you play a style of game that those type of players play, then generally you're loved in your market and hated elsewhere. Listen, I don't think that there are a lot of Brad Marchand fans in Washington. I don't think there's a lot of Matthew Kachuk fans in Washington. That's exactly what we're talking about. Loved in their market, hated elsewhere. Wilson finished third in the NHLPA poll, which asked the question, why do you least enjoy playing against, or who is the player you hate to play against, but would like to have on your team? Wilson received 8.1% of the vote, finishing behind Brad Marchand, 36.5, and Connor McDavid, 15.6. Truth or in the numbers there, who do you least enjoy playing against but would like to have on your team? Quite a few of those players said Tom Wilson. They would like to play with him. Um, And why? Because of everything that I've rattled off in this show. If you play in the NHL, if you play hockey, if you can appreciate hockey, if you watch Capitals games, you know what Tom Wilson means to this team. You know what he means to hockey. That, you know, he could go anywhere in the other 32 teams and he would do a great job. And, and, you know, even though these fans in those markets hated him, the moment he signed a contract and put on their jersey, they would love him. That's just the way it is. I think the tide is changing uh, for him, considering he was selected to play in another All-Star game. You know, if you take a look at him to start his career, like I said, his uh, you know reputation was just being a tough guy, that that's all he is, is a tough guy. But he has grown, and I think that him being in another All-Star game is recognition that uh, he is a great player. He's not just this single-dimensional player, and I think he's deserving of it. You don't need to convince me that he deserves uh, to be in another All-Star game. I know he does, and we wish him nothing but the best. Listen, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Capitals, your only daily year-round podcast covering the Washington Capitals. I want to thank all of you that listen on the audio side and watch this on YouTube. You are what makes this show successful. Listen, when you're done here, head on over to Locked On's 24-7 streaming channel, It's kind of like ESPN, but cooler and 24-7 and free on YouTube. So much to love, so head on over there. Once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.